You're listening to the Sports Theory Podcast with PJ and Emac. As human beings, sports matter to us. They are important to us. They give us an escape from the worries of our day-to-day lives. Sports make us feel like we're a part of something greater than ourselves. Sports allow us to witness the height of human achievement, of greatness, and on some level they make us feel like we're a part of that greatness. Sports create collective memories that we all share, moments that people will talk about for as long as there are people. We hold these memories and these moments very sacred. We believe that the games that we watch are being played legitimately with unbiased officiating by teams owned by men who are honest and in leagues run by people who enforce rules that ensure fair play for all. But we also know this. Sports are played by people, officiated by people, teams are owned by people, and the leagues are run by people, and people everywhere are subject to the same pitfalls of human nature. We know that there have been times in the past when the integrity of the games that we watch has been compromised. The mere suggestion that the outcome of a game may possibly have been influenced by outside forces is seen as absurd. Are we to believe that when the integrity of our sports has been compromised, the perpetrators have been caught 100% of the time? We don't claim to know a lot, but we believe that this is extremely unlikely. Other than that, all we have are theories. In sports, as in life, when the difference between right and wrong is as clear and obvious as black and white, everything is easy. It's the gray areas that make the world harder to navigate. The only problem is, when you stop to take a close look, you realize it's all a gray area. This is the Sports Theory Podcast of PJ and Emac. Analysis, theories, and discussions about sports events, past, present, and future. So uh, you got PJ and Emac here, just a uh, couple of guys, a couple of sports nerds in a basement, a couple microphones talking about sports. Yeah, that's uh, that's what we're going to do. We are um, sports fans like all of you, and um, we feel like it's our job to kind of take the information that is out there and process it the way... We interpret it, right. not the way we're told to process right. it. Right. We are at, at the core of our belief system at Sports Theory is that the things that we're told and the stories that come out. Let's just say we're trying to expose what's behind closed doors and maybe coin ourselves as the first uh, sports detectives. Right. Sports detectives is a, is a really good way of putting it. Um, just kind of cutting through, you know, the BS and, you know, getting to the point of, because everybody, you know, everybody does things for a reason. And, you know, some things are too um, really unbelievable to be put out to the general public for mass consumption, right? You know, I mean. And things may, are well, things are tried to be swept under the rug and we're trying to find out what is under that rug. Right. Because let's be honest, sports, while we all love it for, you know, various reasons, mostly, you know, our attachment to a team or a player or just wanting to see a sport that we love played at the highest level, 
But it's a business. At right? the end of the day, it's all about the money. If they're not making money, they're not going to continue what they're doing. So with so much money at stake, um, there's is reason. It, to- is, is it unfair of us to question the integrity of maybe not just the players, the officials, the coaches, the owners, right. the people who run the league? Right. The and people broadcasting right. the games. The media, we feel, another, I think something else, and I think Eric would agree with me on this too, is that like I think that we believe that any of the theories that we put forth, um, you know, the, the sports media, the, or what I would call, I'll probably mostly refer to as the mainstream sports media, um, you know, they, they're complicit as well. I mean, they have their guys that they go to for stories and, and they know that if they if they do right by them, they'll get the information first and they'll get it out there first and it'll move them up the food chain. So it's money for them too. Mm-hmm. So I think that follow the money is something, is a, a statement that I like to use to a Follow lot. the money, absolutely. But fact or fiction, tabloids, how many times are they right? It's a totally different world, it, right? It, but when, tabloids, it's, they can say the most ridiculous thing, but as long as they're the first one to say it, right. they're going to make money on it. Major stories get broken by TMZ more than they do by the New York Times these yep. days, right? Absolutely. And But also, like um, people in the mainstream media get it wrong every bit as often, if not more. But it just I would gets say the most about, often. Right? I mean, it gets... So when they get, their, when they get it wrong... They just move on. And I'd be interested just using the Tom Brady, you know, uh, situation that's going on right now as an example. You know, there's – No one has any information. There are big name media guys and gals on both sides saying that he's going and saying that he's staying. So, half of them are going to be wrong. Mm -hmm. Right? So are, how is their information any better than – we feel like we are in a good position where we're, obviously we can't have boots on the ground to go out and get that information. But I don't really even feel like that's necessary now because the information uh, – Is going to be there. Everyone has it. The channels, I mean, it comes out so quickly. And I hate to say it, but maybe we can edit this out. When Kobe Bryant passed away, people who didn't even know who he was was getting messages on their phone. Like, Apple sent it out. Right. Everyone knew. If you had an iPhone, you knew Kobe Bryant just passed away in right. a helicopter crash. So so the flow of information and the timing of information is is not... Less lucrative. The playing field is level there. We feel like what we can bring to the table is opinions that are not affected by... Because we have no agenda other than to get the truth out there. To get the truth or even just question that's our agenda question what the truth really is our agenda is that we love sports and we don't want to see anybody fucking around with it yeah absolutely right that's what goes on the t-shirt the the, (laughs) in the midst of this baseball scandal baseball needs people like us going out there and reporting it not we're not even reporting you guys are not hearing this live doesn't matter we just Want to say our opinion and hope that maybe we can get input elsewhere. Yeah. What you guys think? So that's what you're going to get here. You're going to get inform. You're going to get. You're going to get discussion and processing of information and theories that try to decipher the words that are spoken 
and translate them into what people are actually thinking because we feel like that's what we're good at. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt um, like that was the best way you could, you could put that. And we're going to try to be entertaining and, um, like Careful, said, there will be foul language yeah, along so, the way. So that be noted. And um, as I said, we will do our best to uh, try to avoid uh, New England bias, but it's it's probably going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. You, from just, time to you time. got you got two guys from Rhode Island here, New England fans through and through. You got an uncle and a nephew just hanging out in a basement with two microphones, just trying to make something happen. I would say two peas in a podcast. Yeah, right I there. like it. I like it. That's good. Two did, peas in a podcast. Did you just think of that, or does that? Yeah, I, I said it like a week ago, and that's I was like, cool. "Oh, that's that's good. I'm going to use that." Good stuff. Great. Now it doesn't seem like I can ad lib. So <laughs> thanks for calling me out. All right. So um, yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to have uh, new episodes every week, and uh, you can check us out on our social media sites and um, the Sports Theory with PJ and Emac. It's what it's going to be. You can catch us on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you get your podcast. And honestly, guys, the more support you give us, the more we can give you. We're only doing it one day a week now because we got to focus on our jobs. But the more love we get from you guys, who knows, maybe two, three episodes can start coming out a week. So just, you know, subscribe. All right. Anything else you want to add? I think that was pretty much it. I think we we got it. All right. I I think we're going to go through and touch it up. But yeah. Sports Theory Podcast with PJ and Emac coming soon. This episode written, recorded, and produced by PJ and Emac. Original music by Andrew DBAs. Logo design by Ali DBAs. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sports Theory Pod. We're putting new content every day, so don't miss out on our latest theories. And don't forget to subscribe to Sports Theory wherever you get your podcasts.